The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. You are listening to Rewritten with Cynthia Ocelli. Our topic today, what can you let go of? Hi friends, I'm Cynthia Ocelli and I want to thank you for being here with me today. Today we are going to talk about all of the ways, all of the things that you might choose to let go of. If you have been working with me on the gold list, we are a couple of days away from the Lunar New Year, the day that I celebrate the New Year after spending a significant amount of time reflecting on last year, identifying all the things that worked for me that I want to bring with me into the future, into beyond, into this year and beyond, all the things that I could have done better and the wisdom from examining that, all of the intentions that I am currently ready to set for my life, not just this year, and all of the things that it would be really beneficial for me to let go of. So in my email sequence, when I'm meeting someone new, someone new comes to my work, however they find me, they sign up on my site, I take them through a sequence that's designed to give them something meaningful actionable and significant that will add to their lives in a positive way. It's my way of giving out to the world and supporting immediately. Like it it accomplishes my life mission, my life purpose. And that mission is to heal, to help others heal past problems and limiting beliefs, empower them to know what they're capable of, what you're capable of, and then inspire you to take action toward becoming your highest and greatest expression. I believe that is a core part of why I was created and what I'm here to do. And I have this beautiful understanding of life's sort of um, flow. And when I give out this way, it plants seeds and amazing, wonderful outcomes will happen and come to me from totally unexpected areas. So in this uh, sequence, I used to have an email that talked about one of the first questions that I ask coaching clients and that I have asked over 10,000 women over 20 years, what keeps you up at night? And I could always crystallize their answers down to something related to low self-esteem, low self-worth. 
And I thought, yeah, I've got it. Then I started to create a new course, Reclaiming Wholeness, which is still in process, and here's why. I started to create this course, and I realized, okay, self-worth is huge. Self-esteem is huge. But the more I looked at it, there was something deeper, something even more foundational. There was something that gave rise to the level of self-esteem and self-worth. And that something was all of the things we've been through that we've held on to, that we never processed, that we never let pass through, that we never moved beyond. Instead, we held inside and changed how we show up in the world in response. And if we could get to those things and let them go, if we could process them, complete them, make peace with them, understand and release them from our body and being, then we wouldn't have to cater to our low self-esteem and try to adopt and learn new strategies to cope with all the challenges we're harboring unprocessed inside, right? If we could let go of all of those things, and I'm going to detail what those things are and give you some examples, then we wouldn't have to pretzel ourselves around our own wounding, our own fears, our own maladaptive strategies to cope with things that we endured and held on to, right? So now I have changed this entire email series And instead of it being centered on, oh, let's talk about how to manage and improve your sense of low self-esteem or low self-worth, let's work on trying to help you feel better and give you strategies to be more capable as you move through a world that can be scary sometimes. Now I really want to focus on instead the almost panacea-like solution for nearly every challenge. I know that sounds way too simple, so bear with me. The greatest solution to nearly every problem is to let go. How does that make any sense? Well, let's think about it. Low self-esteem results from painful experiences, things like Negative messages from parents, uh, family members, kids at school, mean teachers. It comes from our perceived failures. I have to say perceived because I do not believe that a failure is actually a failure. It's a learning experience. Rejection, criticism, abuse, events that caused us shame, humiliation, feelings of inadequacy, embarrassment. These things happened usually in our younger times, but they can happen at the hands of an awful friend or partner who really uh, attacks and belittles, is narcissistic maybe. Our self-esteem plummets, but it's a result of those impacts that we don't look at those necessarily We may understand what happened, but instead of focusing on, I want to process, heal, release, let go, 
of those things. Instead, we often focus on how do I move forward with these injuries? How do I show up and and try to be great in my life and have great experiences, great relationships and great outcomes while I'm holding all this pain? I'm here for both. I want to give you strategies that help you navigate today, but I also foundationally and fundamentally want you and everyone that I can possibly connect with to be empowered with the ability to resolve, to let go and be free of the painful experiences that gave rise to the low self-esteem in the first place. We were born whole. That's why my course is named Reclaiming Wholeness. Because it's not like you have to figure out something brand new. We are born into the world ready to reach our greatest expressions. If we receive the protection, nurturing, and guidance that we need as young people from birth all the way through childhood, We don't have low self-esteem. Low self-esteem is a reaction, a response to really difficult things. So another way we can look at um, the benefit of letting go versus developing coping strategies is people who create or choose poor relationships are often perpetuating what they learned from unhealthy models. They carry defensive hearts because they've still got all of that negative wounding. They carry wounds from past relationship experiences, even if those, even if they've never been in a relationship before, because what they experienced with their primary attachments, their first relationships remains in them. And, you know, that's the whole body of attachment theory where we talk about people who have um, maladaptive attachment instead of secure attachment, they have avoidant attachment, anxious attachment, or the one that is sort of a, a mix of the two, a disorganized attachment. And this is something that I understand very well. I definitely spent decades in sort of an anxious attachment way of showing up in relationship. and instead of me trying to manage my anxious attachment, what really benefited me was going back in time inside myself and working to let go of all of the false, harmful beliefs that I had adopted with my immature mind that couldn't see clearly, that could only blame itself, that could only feel that it must be the problem. That if it were, if I were good enough, then I would have received the care and love and support that I needed and, and I didn't. And that's because there's something wrong with me inherently as a child. This is really common. Healing that, resolving that, being free of that is the best thing I've ever encountered. So it's yes and for me. Definitely want to support you in helping you uh, manage 
with whatever limitations you've carried forward. But the gift I would love to give you the most is guidance in the realm of letting go. The opinions of others, both good and bad, often exert a dominant, almost manipulative force over our lives. Think about it. If you are open and influenced by the opinion, the good opinion, like let's say I come and I say, oh my goodness, you are so uh, talented and amazing. You look so beautiful. You are the most wonderful person. I just can't get enough of you. And you take that in. And instead of being solid within yourself, you are swayed by me. Well, now I have power and I have influence over you. And instead of you going on your path, you're going to be thinking about everything I said and wanting more of me. And instead of you know being autonomous and independent, you're going to be highly influenced by me. What if I come next week and I say, you know, uh, gosh, I, I don't know. I, I don't think that way about you, actually. Kind of, you're kind of, I'm disgusted by you. You're not very talented. And you're not smart. You're not attractive. And, you know, the way that you talk, God, it's just so annoying. You talk and it's so weird. I'm just, yeah, I, I just... I just can't stand you, right? (laughs) What a horrible thing to say. Um, That also gives, I have incredible, if I have, if that bothers you, if that gets inside of you and you take that home with you and you think about it and you analyze it and you wonder why I said that and you feel bad and you look at yourself in the mirror and you agree with me about some things and now you move through the world self-conscious and showing up small and worried that everybody thinks that, I have your power. You have given it away. Something to let go of. Something just extraordinary and wonderful to let go of is the good and bad opinions of others. And Abraham Maslow, the founder of positive psychology, said that a self-actualized person is one who is independent Of the opinions of others. Being able to let go of the opinions of others and accept ourselves and build the inner storehouses of enoughness so that when people say something wonderful, that's great, thank you. People say something awful, hmm, okay. We let both pass through. We let go in that moment. Sometimes It's going to be bigger than this because someone important to you says something hurtful to you, and that is also something you can let go of, but there may be some processing in there. But as we move through the world and there's just these random good and bad opinions popping up right and left, the healthy way, the healthiest way for you is to let them pass through you like when someone says, oh, hey, good morning, and passes you on the street. It's just something in the present moment. You move through it. And you let go. And learning to live in a surrendered state where you do not grip and grasp and cling to what's happening around you is the way for the happiest, healthiest life. Comes very, it comes dovetails right in with mindfulness. 
being present when whatever's happening. So somebody says something, you you don't like it, but it passes because the moment passes and you have solid inner fortitude, a solid inner fortress of who you are. And that is also a benefit of a strong practice of letting go. And there are a lot of tools for letting go. I'm going to center on letting go for the foreseeable future. And I will share with you what I know, what has worked for me, what has worked for others, and maybe not worked as well for me. We're all different. And uh, let go of the idea that there is one way to heal, one way that works for everybody. It's just not so. We are all different. And learning what works for you is worth it. Because once you land on the things that are effective for you, you have a lot of power to transform your life. So when I would ask these questions, uh, what's keeping you up at night? A lot of people would say career or money. They're worried and dissatisfied. Let's look at that. Why would someone have consistent, lasting career problems and financial struggles? If you have those two things, what, do we, what should we normally do? Well, career problems, we seek help. We look for a better job. We invest in ourselves, take different courses, get more prepared. We take small, consistent actions over time so that even if things are awful in our current situation, we are taking action to create a better situation, to move to new spaces, right? Financial struggles, same thing. We start investing in ourselves. We deal with the difficulty. We start putting a plan together to make better choices, to have better opportunities, and to invest in better future outcomes. So yes, both can happen, but when both remain constant, something else is in the way. Usually, there are things like limiting beliefs about what you're capable of, scarcity thinking about what's possible in this world, fear and feelings of inadequacy, feelings of it's going to be painful if I take the risk and put myself out there. I'm going to fail. I can't do any better. I'm not blank enough. I'm how good enough. And it results in a repetitive outcome. If instead of trying harder to overcome those negative feelings, beliefs, thought patterns, and sense of inadequacy, you were able to release and shift and let go of those toxic and untrue, by the way, limiting beliefs. If you were able to let go of scarcity thinking, fear, feelings of inadequacy, you would have the inner resources available to you to far more easily, less painfully, make the positive changes that will result in a harmonious career outcome and the end of financial struggles. Okay? Similarly, the CDC says that chronic stress 
is the leading cause in the development of chronic disease. So what is stress? Stress is a mind filled with negative thinking, anger, sadness, worry, fear. And it often comes right along with a clinging, grasping, frustrated desperation to control the uncontrollable. Stress is not the thing that's happening in the world. It's you taking it inside, turning it over and over and over and over, being frenetic in your worry, and overwhelming your system, perseverating negative, churning thoughts, cultivating the ability to let go, to be present and at peace inside is cultivating the lack of chronic stress. This again is very similar to a mindfulness practice. We must take dominion over our physical body and being and adopt practices that allow us to create an inner environment of peace, even in adversity. It's becoming sort of the eye of the storm. Because the reality is, the truth is, that your chronic worry, that you're staying up at night agonizing, is only self-torture. It does not produce anything. You will not solve the situation. You will not think your way to a solution. In fact, You will create barriers between your ability to solve the solution and actually solving it because you are depleting yourself and flooding yourself with stress hormones and creating that stress, that chronic stressed interior environment. This is another opportunity to learn how to let go and to cultivate processes and practices to stop you from the habit of toxic rumination. Now, the last catch-all for what kept women up at night was life satisfaction. And just, I'm just not happy. And I'm not happy anywhere. Life dissatisfaction has a purpose. If we're paying attention, we're taking care of ourselves, Life dissatisfaction is a call to action for us to rise and make changes in our lives, to effort toward satisfaction and fulfillment. And what we would give up there are old patterns, worn out beliefs, and pessimism. So instead of trying to build on sand, Letting go at a foundational level of the things that are sort of reaching through everything to hinder us. It is so much more powerful and successful to learn how to let go. Our old wounds that we are separated from by time. We think, oh, that can't matter. You know, I'm over that. It's not really a big deal like it was. I haven't thought about that in a long time. 
When you need your best self to come up, they often come right up. Hey, I'm still here. They can reach out like dead hands from decades ago and control your behavior, your feelings, and your actions in the present. They are prime opportunities for letting go. So imagine if instead of constantly devising methods to cope and stopping there, pretzeling your life around your wounds and your hindering beliefs and controlling your reactions, imagine how you would feel and who you would be if you were committed to learning how to let go in all contexts. How would you feel? And what would you be capable of? Letting go is a deep emotional and spiritual action that remodels the foundation of your life. We all deserve this. So, if you're still working on the gold list, and even if you're not, you can ask yourself, what could I let go of? Can you think of something that you're ready to let go of? I've talked about a lot of things in this episode that we can let go of, and I have barely scratched the surface. There are energies in your body, because we hold emotion in our body, that we can let go of. There are so many things that we can let go of in relationships. There are things we can let go of in our financial practices and approaches. Obviously, it's a lot to let go of spiritually. There are even things to let go of sexually and physically in our environments. In those crowded drawers. And I can't wait to share with you some of the things that have really been effective for me where I sort of make a ritual of letting go of things that are in my past, in my emotions, and the process I use to help myself release them is a physical one of physically organizing or cleaning something. That has been extremely powerful. Meditations, completion processes, visuals, visualizations, there are so many powerful processes for letting go. And I'm eager to walk through this experience with you and help you look at it anew and realize that on the other side of letting go is not this weakened go with the flow, which I'm not against actually, but you know, let whatever happens to me just happen response. There is an empowered capacity to show up as the strongest you. And that changes everything. If you'd like to receive the sort of outline I followed for this show today, go to my site, 
CynthiaOcelli.com. Opt in, get on my list, and this is uh, contained in the first, actually it's the second email you will receive as a new uh, person on my list. This is a year of letting go. And I know that if you follow this process and apply it in your life, even in half of your life, in just areas that stand out to you, by this time next year, you will feel so much more empowered and inspired, and you will have healed so much inside. And that will mean that I have achieved my life purpose. So let's do this. You can find me at CynthiaOcelli.com. If you've thought of something that you're ready to let go of, shoot me an email, Cynthia at CynthiaOcelli.com. I wish you a beautiful week, the happiest of Lunar New Year's, the very best fortune in this year of your life and in this chapter, this time in your unfoldment. Have a beautiful week. What is it you really want in life? No matter what you've been through, you can still achieve it. I'm Sandra Ann Taylor, and in my Energy Activation podcast, we'll explore the science of manifestation, and I'll give you specific techniques to shift your energy in order to make your dreams a reality. I also do live energy readings, and you can be a part of the show by emailing your questions to me at sandrataylor.net. Join me on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts.